welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. And before we get started, I do wanted to say, like, I know this is kind of like cheesy or commercial sounding, but thank you for listening to this episode or just my podcast in general. I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that so many people love or like, or I don't know what you really consider it, but people listen to me and it's crazy to me. I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that people around the country, around the world are, you know, in their various you know, points of their day listening to me talk. So it's very, very humbling. Um, I feel very cool sometimes, but I also have to remind myself that, you know, I'm me. I'm very, very normal when it comes down to it. I just can't even get over it. I was in Delaware this past week, and I was on the beach in Delaware walking, you know, towards the water because it was hot AF, and I was, like, dripping sweat, ran into a subscriber on the beach, like, not expecting it, probably don't even look remotely like myself when I'm, like, you know, in beach mode, but um, it was so humbling just to, you know, run into a subscriber, run into someone who listens to the podcast on the beach, you know, miles away from New York where I'm sitting right now, so it was very cool and very humbling, and I just want to say thank you again. I feel like I say thank you a lot, but, you know, you're always supposed to say, you know, thank you to the people that you're most thankful for, and you guys are some of them, so... Yeah, wanted to say that before I get started. Um, but as I was saying, you know, I was in Delaware this past week um, in Fenwick, which is kind of so it's part of Delaware, but it's also it's like on the the cusp of Maryland, um, Ocean City, Maryland. If you're familiar, there's like many Ocean Cities on the coast, but Ocean City, Maryland is where I've been going every single summer as as long as I can remember. You know, as a kid. And just, I mean, I feel like I'm always saying this, but being there just made me feel very nostalgic. It made me, you know, very nostalgic of my youth, you know, reminding myself of how it was, you know, when I was younger and certain things I cared about then that I don't care about now or I don't care as much about now. It's just crazy, guys. Like, I just, I, I know it's like hard to like put this into words, but just the, the evolution that we experience from when we're young to now and you know, I was even talking to someone about, you know, the differences between being like a freshman in college and a freshman in life, which is what I still kind of feel like I am now, you know, just this new chapter, which I know I'm a year into basically, but it still feels very fresh and very new. And I still am learning new things like uh, this is embarrassing. But, you know, two weeks ago, I mailed my or not two weeks ago, probably a month ago. I'm losing track of the time, guys. But I mailed my very first letter like Okay, that's not true. I've definitely mailed letters before, but my first letter probably since like middle school, high school, I don't even know, high school, I guess, because um, when I was away at camp, I was doing um, Young Life Camp. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it's a religious camp and I was um, volunteering and our phones were taken, so, or we, we gave them up willingly, but I didn't have my phone, so the only way I could communicate with people besides just calling them on the landline was letters. So that was probably the last time I mailed a letter, but now that I live in this new apartment, I have to mail letters for my rent payments, which is so funny. I have to, well, not letters, but I have to mail my um, checks. So I did that like a month ago. I just mailed another one today. But, you know, even just things like that, I'm like, I didn't, I, this is so sad. I like didn't know, like, where to put it. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't have a mailbox, you know, like a, in the front yard, like, you know, picture, like a white picket fence with a mailbox next to it. Like, I don't have one of those. So I had to find a literal mailbox that, you know, there are many in the city. Like, there's so many of these, like, blue contraptions just, like, you know, on the sidewalk. And we walk right by them don't even know they exist and I had I literally walked way too far to like find one but there was one right across from my apartment the whole time so anyway that was a little anecdote I didn't think I was going to tell but you know nonetheless you know I feel like I'm still learning things I'm still fucking up royally and getting embarrassed you know on the daily of things I don't know 
and it's beautiful and it's it's growing me but it's also like just like I said embarrassing like you know when you just don't know simple things that you feel like you should know you know if you maybe just paid a little more attention or just I don't know stopped spending so much time glued to your phone so that was just you know a little thought I had (laughs) I guess I'm just telling you everything that goes through my mind now but yeah as I was in Delaware I was having a lot of you know nostalgic moments of just you know what it was like when I was younger and even I went home um, for a hot second from the beach um, to go to a concert with my little sister and we went to a country concert at Meriwether Post Pavilion, which is a very popular concert venue in my hometown. And I, I went with my sister, so we were with, I was with all of her friends, and they're all, you know, college kids. And so funny, I was like, you know, standing on the, on the whatever it's called, the grass, um, the part of the venue. And this guy comes up to me, and he's like, oh, like, you're so pretty, or like something of that nature, like a, you know, a flirty comment of some sort. And he's like, oh, where do you go? I'm like, where do I go? He's like, yeah, where do you go to school? I'm like, oh, (laughs) like, I don't know how I didn't catch on to that. Like, why? I don't know. And I was like, oh, um, I'm graduated. I've been graduated for like a year. And he was like, oh, oh, I didn't know. Like, it was just this funny little moment. My sister was dying. It was so funny because this kid, (laughs) like, I don't know. Not that that, you know, four years or however, he was like three years younger than me, I think is like a huge difference in the grand scheme. But it was just so funny, you know, being asked, where do you go? And me not knowing what to say, because I just didn't realize, you know, I'm not in college anymore. And it's just, it's in very, just, it doesn't sound huge, but it's a very big, you know, realization when it hits you that you're never, I mean, unless you do grad school, but it's still a different experience nonetheless. It's like, you're never going back to that moment. Like I'm never going to be college Katie again. I'm never going to whip it around campus in my white Jeep Wrangler, you know, with the sorority letters on the back. I'm never going to be that girl again. And it's both beautiful and it's terrifying, you know? And so that was just another little moment. I mean, that's just you know, going home in a nutshell, I'm always just thinking like, you know, these are all the past versions of myself that I've been and I'm never going to be that again. And it's a very sobering reminder, but also it's exciting because, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, Katie from college or Katie in the white Jeep or, you know, Katie in high school. And the thing is though, I'm, I'm all of those Katie's wrapped into one, like sitting here in New York in my apartment, you know, I would not be this person that I am right now if it wasn't for all the other versions of myself that are wrapped into one that is me now, you know, does it make sense to say that? So yeah, that was kind of, like I said, being home in a nutshell. Um, but I did have some things I wrote in my journal, um, on the train to and from my trip because I'm always, I feel like I'm just my most, thoughtful self when I'm on the train or on a plane where I can't really be doing much besides I mean there's wi-fi but like there's a lot of thinking that happens when I'm on (laughs) when I'm in transit so I wrote a lot of things um it's funny because I feel like whenever I'm in like a creative rut it just get me on a train and I'm out of it so maybe I should just like start taking the train up and down and just you know spend my days on the train that wouldn't really work with my work schedule but Yeah. Okay. So that's it with my little um, random tangents that I wasn't intending on sharing, but now we can get on to what I was actually going to talk about. It's so funny because I sit down and I like have these ideas of what I'm going to say. And then I just completely just beeline towards other subjects that I just had no intention of sharing. But that is what the podcast is all about. It's all about these raw little, you know, moments and things that clearly I want to share because, you know, the innermost 
part of my being is like, okay, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> um, I just got up, actually, I just cut it really quick so I can go get some wine because I completely forgot. It just feels like foreign to me to not have something to drink during this episode or during the podcast because, you know, I just need to wet my whistle. I'm just kidding. I really hate that I said that. Mm. But anyway, so I guess kind of, you know, what I was saying earlier relates to this in like a very strange way, but I wrote down, I was just feeling very overcome with a lot of feelings. I'm always feeling these feelings. I feel like I'm just, did I just say feelings feel like some root of feel like three times in one sentence? Yes. Um, I always think that I, I mean, this could be everyone and it's just me living in my bubble thinking it's not, you know, everyone. I just get overcome with feelings sometimes to the point where it's, it's like all consuming and I just feel like no one else, I I don't want to like generalize, but I feel like no one else is, you know, as just thoughtful as I am in the sense that like it's not like a great thing all the time though like I think I think too much and I feel too much sometimes and I know I'm always on here saying like oh there's no such thing as being too much or feeling too much there's no such thing but you know I guess this is probably good to hear if you also feel this way and you know you're not alone in that I just feel like sometimes I need to be more in the moment and more present in the sense that like I'm not thinking about past things that happened or thinking about future things that aren't haven't even happened yet and I just need to like be you know sometimes and I find it hard to do that because I just my mind is always racing like I see one thing and I think so I associate it with so many things and that could just sound like crazy talk to you maybe um but as I sit here you know looking at my journal I'm like you know do normal people think these things do normal people like feel these things so deeply but you know nonetheless I was writing this entry um on the train about how I mean this is kind of sad but sometimes I just feel guys like a massive handful to myself like on myself like not like a burden to other people that's like a whole nother episode but I feel like sometimes I am like the greatest burden to myself like do I deserve like I almost feel like myself as being like two different beings like the self that is you know over feeling overthinking whatever being one part of my being and the other part being the one that you know picks up the pieces and just cares for the one that's overthinking like I almost feel like I'm like a separate separate being sometimes and it gets to the point where I you know I feel like I've had this massive burden placed on me of being of having to deal with myself, you know, having to care for myself, having to listen to myself all the time. And I just often find myself, you know, wishing that I was someone who cared a little less, which is so sad to say because I love who I am like 80% of the time. But then there's that 20% where I just get so over consumed in my own, you know, just hate for myself. You know, I just get overwhelmed with the person I am and I just wish that I wasn't this person and I I think that part is very normal I think a lot of people feel like that but you know I wrote in my journal it's a full-time job trying to be proud of yourself trying to love yourself the kind that wears me out quite frankly you know and I get I get really anxious a lot of the times you know not prescribed anxiety but I get really anxious about all the things that I can't change and all of the people I'm not being all of the things that I could be that I feel like are just within reach but I just can't find the courage to grasp it you know I was at the gym the other night um I just joined Equinox gym which you guys know and if you know in the city it's like 
in a very elite gym, but L'Oreal has a partnership, so it's a lot cheaper, um, which is why I go. I do love Equinox, but it's like freaking expensive if you, if you don't have like a, a discount of some sort. So I get a very good discount on Equinox and it's a really great gym, but it's one of those places where it's like, they call it a sports club for a reason. It's like everyone there looks impeccable, like is impeccable. And I'm planning on going tomorrow morning before work and I just have no idea who I'm about to see. Like all these, you know, business people like looking fire, you know, on their normal morning routine where I can barely get out of bed at 7.30 for work. So, you know, but I was at Equinox the other, ni- the other night, <clears throat> excuse me, and I just remember not even looking at other people per se, but I was looking at myself and kind of thinking, you know, I've, I've had a whole episode on like feeling fat and things like that. And I wasn't really feeling fat per se, but I was kind of just thinking to myself like okay if I go here you know to the gym every single day for the next 30 days like will I be this different person you know this person that will maybe be you know more sought after or maybe I'll be a more well-rounded not even like looks wise but just will I just be a better version of myself and there's all you know there's this there's this weird you know limbo that happens in our minds where we can't decide whether we're proud of ourselves or not or we are some moments and we you know look in the mirror and we love what we see sometimes and then we look in a mirror you know the next day and we hate what we see and it's like this constant game that we play with ourselves it's almost like if we were in a a, you know a toxic relationship where you know our significant other is super kind some days and super mean another day or like abusive and things like that I'm reading um I'm reading this book called Educated by Tara Westover and Okay, it's the best piece of literature I've ever read. Well, maybe not ever read, but it's a really great memoir. I don't usually like memoirs because, you know, not that I don't think that people's life stories are great, but I just feel like sometimes they're really hard to stick with, you know, the the plot's usually pretty consistent. And this one is just so, so well written, so just nothing like I've ever read in my um, boss's boss at work put it on my desk one day because she thought I would like it and truth be told I do really like it so but in the book um, there's this character Sean um, the brother I don't want to like give too much away if you plan on reading it but basically he's he's kind of um, bipolar um, they never come out and say that he is but there's like speculation um, where he's like some moments like extremely frustrated and abusive and you know angry and then another moment where he's tender and kind and you know I feel like sometimes I'm that way with myself, you know, I feel like some days I'm so hard on myself, like so just, you know, if I heard any of my uh, my friends, you know, talking to themselves this way, you know, how I, I talk to myself sometimes, like I would just, I my heart would break for them, you know, I'd be so upset and so just sympathetic and, you know, it, it just, it's different when it's not you, you know, and I read this thing one time, it's like, you know, all the things that we think, like if they were said in the street, they would be so different you know if you said it out loud versus just all the thoughts that go through our heads because you know the one thing about thoughts that's so different than you know spoken words is the fact that no one else can hear them so you know oftentimes like you're literally abusing yourself in your mind and you just don't even know it or other people don't know it because it's not said out loud it's not you know words aren't hanging in the air you know so I writing this in my journal like reading it now I'm like wow this is so cruel But, you know, it was what I was feeling and it's what I feel sometimes. And I think, you know, that's something that's pretty normal and it's sad. But, you know, you it helps when you have someone constantly telling you differently. Maybe if you're in a relationship like I haven't had that in a little while. But, you know, I have guys, you know, telling me 
I'm pretty and whatever, but it's, it's different, you know, when it's not like a nurturing, like constant relationship and my friends make me feel like a million bucks, but am I with them 24 seven? No. And you know, most people aren't. So yeah, I, I wrote, I get anxious often considering everything. I'm not all the versions of myself that I could be and I'm not, it's overwhelming. And I wrote Spider-Man movie <laughs> under that because when I was on vacation, I watched um, that one. It's like a new movie. It's uh, or I think it's new-ish. It's the animated version of Spider-Man, and it's like a different. It's like a you know kind of a take on Spider-Man. It's um, you know, all these different you know Spider-Mans that have ever existed. Like you know, Spider-Man that's a girl, Spider-Man that's African American, a Spider-Man that's you know an Asian, um, like a anime character. So a lot of different Spider-Mans in one movie, and I thought I was gonna hate it to be honest, because animated movies like always you know are either hit or miss for me, um, unless it's a classic. So I wasn't sure. My sister was like, "We're watching this movie," and I was like so pissed about it. And then I ended up loving it, and now I'm even citing it in my podcast episode. So Ashley, you win wherever you are. Um, but in the in the movie, um, there's this one Spider-Man who is so there's like a, a like a I don't even know how to describe it. Like, what's it called when it's like a different dimension? Like what you would be in a different dimension? It's like a multi-dimensional thing. I, it's just like way over my head. Um, but basically, there's a Spider-Man that you know is Peter Parker, like the Spider-Man. But then there is like another Spider-Man who's older, you know, overweight, like you know, lost his wife. Um, or his wife, like, divorced him, like, just, like, everything that Spider-Man in the current dimension was not, you know, like, the multi like, the different dimensions, so I always wonder, you know, like, what is Katie, like, me, in another dimension, because, you know, if you believe in that, or you just, like, ever have given it any thought, like, there could be, like, other dimensions to the world, and, like, other versions of you, and I always wonder, like, what would the version of Katie be in, like, this you know other dimension and I know this is like super like sci-fi but I guess you know in honor of um, comic-con happening it's kind of relevant but like yeah so I always think about that and I always think about you know all the people I could be if I just you know either did this or didn't go to that school or worked out a little bit more or you know all these things and at the end of the day guys like you've only got your one self like yes there could be other you know dimensional versions of you but right now like right here right now this is who you are and you are you are all you got okay and at the end of the day like yes we have boyfriends girlfriends you know parents whatever we could have all those things and all those people in our lives building us up telling us for great whatever but the at the end of the night like at the end of the night (laughs) at the end of the day you know you are the person that you go to bed with every single night. You are the person that you will die with. And you need to be proud of yourself because if you're not proud of yourself, who's going to be proud of you? You know, like, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, you, I've heard this said before, like you teach people how to treat you, how to love you the way that you treat yourself and you love you, you know? And at the, it's just so, it's one of those things where, you know, there's all these like self-help things and like books and things on like how to work on your relationship with other people you know how to you know there's like marriage counselors things like that and I always wonder like I mean obviously therapists this is like I'm answering my own question before I even say it but you know there should be relationship guides on like how to have a relationship with yourself you know that doesn't make you feel like you're you know doing something unnecessary like it's so necessary to have a good relationship with yourself but it's so damn hard (laughs) Okay, and you know, this is the story that we live in. This is our story. And 
you know, are you going to be the protagonist? Are you going to be the antagonist in your story? Like, are you going to be the person that propels you forward or the person that pulls you back? That's the difference between a protagonist and an antagonist. That's how I learned it in, um, whenever we learned that, like middle school or high school. I remember the, the teacher saying, like, a protagonist pushes you forward and an antagonist pulls you back. You know, which are you going to be in your story? Like, I, I hope to God you're the protagonist because, you know, God only knows we, all, we have plenty of antagonists in this life, you know, and you should not be another one of those, you know, another burden on yourself. And, yeah, <laughs> so that was, like, the first thing I wrote that was just super thought-provoking on the train. So taking a quick little break to introduce tonight's sponsor. Tonight's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh, which you guys know I've talked about before and I absolutely love. I am very challenged. There's no secret there when it comes to the kitchen, everything kitchen related. So HelloFresh, which is a meal kit delivery service, does all of the heavy lifting for me. It shops, it plans all of my recipes, and they're super, super easy. Some of them are even done in 20 minutes or less, which is extremely uh, great for me considering I work pretty late. So they have fresh, pre-measured ingredients and easy to follow six step pictured recipe cards which are delivered to your front door each week with a special insulated box so they won't go bad um, and there's three different plans to choose from classic veggie and family with the option to switch if you your taste buds change and whatnot um, so I absolutely love HelloFresh you guys know I made this these bomb fajitas this one time with a friend of mine it's a great way to you know bond over food if you you know want to have a friend over have a little wine night make a recipe it's super fun and you just very simple which is why I love it best and it gets you out of that recipe rut so you can start cooking outside of your comfort zone I feel like a lot of times we end up making like the same things for ourselves every single night so it's nice to get out of the rut and try something new and you can do that with HelloFresh and as per usual I have a little deal for you guys for $80 off of your first month of HelloFresh go to hellofresh.com slash katieb80 that's k-a-t-y B80 and enter my code KDB80 um, and you get basically eight free meals or $20 off of your first four boxes, which is incredible. So give it a try. You have nothing to lose. You're going to love it. And thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. So, yeah, going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, loving yourself, I feel like, you know, I was just thinking about stories and how, you know, the role we have, the role we play in our own stories. You know, I think that every story, like this is kind of maybe a little cliche, a little, you know, cheesy to say, but I think that every, you know, when you look at your story, it should be a love story, you know, not a love story per se with another person. It can be, it probably will be, and, you know, congratulations in advance for that, but it should also be, you know, before that even happens, a love story that you have with yourself, and maybe the whole time, actually, you know, it should always be a love story that you have with yourself and you know any good love story has its ups and its downs you know there's never you know good Nicholas Sparks you know novel or movie without like you know some highs and some lows and like obviously you're gonna have some lows but you know the way that every you know in every dramatic movie like there's always like you know a, a makeup scene like you should have that with yourself like you shouldn't be so damn hard on yourself all the time without you know lifting yourself up afterwards and that's just so important, I think. So, you know, kind of going off of that, I was um, in a cab the other night and I wrote down this whole thing in my notes. Like I, you know, whenever I'm like 
I, like I said, when I'm in a moving vehicle, guys, the thoughts, the, you know, the juices just flow for whatever reason. Like I'm always just thinking in moving vehicles. I don't know what it is. You know, do you ever sit in a car and just think you're in a movie? Like imagine yourself in a movie. So yeah, I was very um, inclined to write down everything I was thinking on this particular night. And I'm looking at the timestamp of this note and it was like at 3 a.m., or like 2.30, 2.30 something a.m. Um, so that, I guess, is when I'm most thoughtful. But I was writing down this whole just entry about this night that I had. And so it was a Thursday night, and we were out for a friend of mine's birthday. Um, I feel like I'm always talking about me being out on birthdays. Like, literally, for whatever reason, all my friends just ha- are having their birthdays. Like, everyone's just being born. Um, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. But I guess I just, I have a, a lot of friends that have birthday extravaganzas. But this Thursday night, um, I was working from home the next day. So I went out uh, the night before and I was somehow completely fine to work the next day. But yeah, I, I didn't go crazy, but I've learned to um, contain myself, control myself, I guess. I only had like two drinks, I think. But we went out that night. Um, we went to this place in the city called The Box. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. There's one in London as well, which is way more extreme. This one is a little bit smaller. I've been to the one in London um, and it's crazy. It's like, it's one of those things where there's always a story to tell from the box, but the best part about it is you're not allowed to take any photos. Like you're not allowed to have your phone. Like, I mean, you're allowed to have your phone, but you can't take photos. There's like a no photos policy. You get kicked out if you take photos. Like it's one of those things where it's like what happens in the box stays in the box. And they're very clear about that. So we were at the box on Thursday night. Um, There's always a line like wrapped around the corner uh, for this place. So I'm going to interrupt my little story for a second to talk about another sponsor of tonight's episode, Harper Wild, which I've discussed before. It's one of my tried and true favorite brands because their at-home try-on service for their bras is revolutionary, guys. So I'm actually wearing right now, I always end up just like, this is not like on purpose. I'm just wearing the bra that they sent me. It is literally unlike any other bra I've tried it's like my it's become my favorite bra you know every girl or guy has their favorite bra this is mine the best part about the whole you know Harper Wild just invention is that you can try on bras in the comfort of your own home you're not like in a you know dressing room somewhere you're trying on these bras in the comfort of your own home you can try them on with all of your clothes you know any of your outfits to make sure that they don't show or and decide which ones you like send back the ones you don't your build for the ones you like super simple and seamless and they come right to your front door so you don't have to really do anything but just pick them out online. They're extremely, extremely comfortable, like I mentioned, but also they are designed with women in mind. They're, you know, designed with all of women's shapes and sizes. Also, you know, the fact that we don't want our bra showing through our shirt. You know, they keep that in mind when they're designing them, which is really great. And also they're priced lower than the average competitor, which is amazing. So I highly, highly, highly cannot stress this enough. Recommend checking out Harper Wilds. And if you want to try it out for free and get your three bras at home for the at-home try-on, kit plus a free wash bag all you have to do is go to harper wild that's h-a-r-p-e-r-w-i-l-d-e don't forget that e at the end dot com slash katie that's k-a-t-y and you can get your at-home try-on kit for free with that free wash bag not to mention harper wild donates a portion of their sales to organizations dedicated to empowering women so you're not only you know helping yourself out by getting some new bras but you're helping out women across the globe um, so yeah, once more, check out harperwild.com. That's H-A-R-P-E-R-W-I-L-D-E.com slash K-A-T-Y to get started today with a free at-home try-on. Make sure to select your three bras to try on and don't forget to add the wash bag to your cart too. And you can try on everything for free. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, and that's it for tonight's sponsors. 
and we went in and it's always just like a sight to see like even on a Thursday night there was like people in just the most immaculate outfits like you know just like I'm like just wondering myself like I'm like do you guys have work tomorrow like I knew that I was working from home but I'm like what do you guys do for like I'm just so curious like is this your every night like what do you what do you do I don't know I mean that's just like a really just I guess dumb idea to think but I was like okay these people look incredible on this Thursday night this you know at 3 a.m but anyway so this place is just known for its its spectacles like there's always something crazy happening there was like a provocative um, Mr. Rogers like uh skit which was just I'm, not, I'm gonna save you spare you the details but it was very provocative um this is definitely a place you know not for the light of heart like let's just say that so there's just one skit I, I just remember sitting there taking this in this is before my vacation so I'm like kind of going back in time in my mind but there was a skit um and there's this guy who comes out with like flame like fire in his mouth like a stick like very short stick like caught on fire in his mouth and I was so concerned about him I was like this guy if this goes wrong like I'm I'm just never going to be the same after this but he has this like you know he's like has the fire and there's just all these tricks that he does with the fire stick and then you know out come all these women and like um like rhinestone bedazzled lingerie like on either side of him like doing a little like tap dance number it was like super extreme and then this woman comes out in these like thigh high rhinestone covered boots and um just you know singing her heart out she's singing some song and I just remember looking at her she was so confident like I know it's all a lot of it is a stage persona but she was so confident just so like like playing around with everyone on stage like the audience like just interacting in such a way that like the she just controlled the presence of the room like she commanded the presence of everyone there and you know I was looking around all these people that were like immaculately dressed and like you know the people with tables at the front with like bottle service on a Thursday night I'm like you guys are probably like pretty legit and this woman is just commanding your presence your your attention rather um and like I, I was, you know, I can't help but always imagine the story behind every person I, I meet or see. And so I was just imagining this this woman and like just what she looks like on a daily basis, you know, when she's walking to the subway, does she have the same presence? Is she a completely different person? You know, like, what is she like? Where does she live? Like, I was just thinking all these things. I'm like, imagining her as like, I don't know, the many characters that Jennifer Lopez has played, like, you know working as a maid during the day not to generalize like at all but I'm just like thinking like what does she do because anyone could look at me and think the same thing you know what does she do and we the truth is we don't know people's stories we truly don't but we know you know how they make us feel and so you know this woman who I have absolutely no idea what she does during the daytime this is 3 a.m and she's performing this could be what she does and this is it like that's incredible whatever but you know we don't know anything about people's stories but we like I said we know how people make us feel and it's like you know, people can say all these things and you probably won't remember half of them, but you remember how people make you feel. And this woman, you know, when I looked at her, I'm like this, you know, in this moment right here, right now, this woman is the protagonist of her story. You know, as I was talking about stories earlier, and I feel like that's kind of, you know, going to be the trend of this episode. But, you know, she, she seems to me like the protagonist of her story, but I wonder if she thinks the same about herself like does she look at herself and think that she is or maybe when she's on this stage with all these people watching her she thinks or she feels like she is but I wonder if she feels that way during the daytime too and you know on the cab ride home I I wrote down um in my notes I said do you sometimes feel like the supporting character in your own life story and you don't know why 
like you're constantly fighting with yourself, the director, for a bigger role. There's something problematic about stories sometimes. Because after watching her, not that I was like really comparing myself, but I was. <laughs> like, you know, I was looking, and not even just to her, like everyone there, and you know, even my friends, like the friends that I was with. All right, sir. <laughs> um, like I was looking at, you know, what I was wearing. It was a particularly rainy, disgusting evening in New York, which there are a lot of these these days. I feel like, you know, because it's so hot, like the universe decides it's just going to rain like as much as it is as it is hot. So it was like disgustingly wet and like there was just no way I was going to look good that night. So I just put my hair in a braid and just put on a, like a linen set and I went out and I was looking, you know, at all the people and I was you know, just feeling a little, like, just unsure. Maybe it was just my outfit. Like, at the end of the day, like, I always feel better if I'm, you know, feeling my outfit, you know? That's just how everyone feels. But, you know, I was like, am I cut out for this sort of thing? Like, we we literally, guys, like, walked in to the place. Like, we, like, we walked, like, we should not have been allowed in. Like, it's, it's one of those places where it's very, very elite, very VIP. But I have a couple of friends who, not only are they dropped at gorgeous, but they're very good at navigating themselves. Like, not flirting but being very confident you know and like very like just command like I said commanding the presence of people and I always wonder you know like am I like that like I don't know but like like I said it's like you say all these things to yourself and you don't really know how people see you you know you could think a million things about yourself and you know paint one story and someone else can paint a completely other story about the same person you and so I was feeling a little insignificant in the moment, you know, and this, I mean, now that I'm reading this is like a week later, um, you know, sitting here talking about it, I feel completely different about the whole situation. I feel, you know, completely different, you know, about it, like looking back. And like I said, it's kind of like, there's two parts of me, you know, one that hates on me, one that loves me. It's like, I'm my own biggest hater sometimes. And, you know, I think that it's all the way that you got to love yourself. Okay. I'm going to say it again because, you know, you got to love yourself in all forms. And, you know, once you love yourself, once you just unabashedly, you know, unashamedly love yourself, you know, no one else can take that power from you. You know, once you decide, you know, once you just take in your whole being, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the thick and the thin, okay, I'm just pulling in the podcast title there, you know, once you just see yourself for all that you are and accept that, you know, no one can hurt you, you know, or they can't hurt you as badly as they could if you, if you hated yourself. And I wrote this Instagram caption the other day, um, I wasn't planning on talking about it, but here we are, I'm talking about it, and it was about, um, you know, judging, like people judging me, people judging you, people judging in general, and just, you know, the things that people say about us. And, you know, some things we hear, some things we see on social media, some things we'll never hear or see, and we'll never know about ourselves. You know, there's things I've heard about my friends that I will never tell them, and there's things, you know, that you shouldn't, you shouldn't know. And sometimes, guys, when you hear bad things said about your friends, when you hear, you know, just things you know criticizing them in one way or another sometimes the best thing you can do is not tell them okay and I'm just saying that not that you should ever keep anything from your friends that's important that you should always be honest with them but there's some things that unless it's going to severely alter their existence like you know help them see clarity in some way with like a boyfriend or something you there's just some things that are better left unsaid that are better left kept to yourself but you know nonetheless this this whole you know post about judgment I wrote 
and I'm actually going to read it verbatim because I just pulled it up um, on my computer here. Got a new laptop. It's very cool, very fast. Um, I wrote, there's like a, a bunch of things before this, but I wrote, the truth is we don't seem to know ourselves very well these days, believing every whisper in the wind to be true, meaning judgment. People will talk. They will piece together their stories. We clench our fists then breathe in the lies and exhale with salty tears blurring our eyes. It's okay. Sometimes we forget who we are for a minute. We forget that in the story of us, we hold the pen. We turn the pages and we dictate the plot. Their story isn't true. That isn't you. Don't let their feeble attempts of storytelling dim the fire in your belly, the galaxies in your eyes. So that's just a little excerpt if you want to read the rest. Um, I have a post posted on July 7th, to be exact, if you want to creep. Um, But basically, what I was trying to get out there was, you know, we hear, like I said, whispers in the wind. You know, we hear little things and sometimes we invent them you know sometimes we just imagine that these are the things people are saying about us you know whenever I take a group photo you know like this is just my version of it it looks different for everyone but you know I imagine that people you know look at the photo and think like how is she friends with these other girls you know how is she a part of this group and I remember I mean that's just so horrible to say and like right now sitting here thinking it you know saying it out loud I mean like I just don't even know how I could think that because you know friendships are friends like I don't know but that's just like how I feel sometimes you know sometimes I feel like the, the fat friend or you know which I'm not even fat I guess but like I just think that sometimes you know and it's just something it's like a little thing that just creeps there's always something for someone you know something different but you know it happens and it's okay you know sometimes we we quite literally forget who we are you know we forget the character that we are we you know start to play another one and that's just not right because you know in this world you're given one one body you know one you and you can dress yourself up be all these different people you know to other people might you know other people might think that you're another person but at the end of the day you know who you are you know what's at your core and at your root and you know you can parade around like this other person but you know, the truth will come out, you know, people will eventually see who you are. And, you know, the veil will come off sort of thing. And you got to know that like you are spectacular. And if no one else has told you this today, which I feel like it's kind of a crazy thing, like, I don't know, sitting in the office, someone saying you're spectacular. So here I am telling you that you are spectacular, because I feel like, you know, with all the things that your mind is telling you 24 seven, all the, you know, the rumors that you think people are saying about you or whatever I mean with social media especially I feel like this is heightened so much more than it used to be like just people talking about other people people sending Instagrams and their group chats and like you know it's so easy now to share people's posts and I always look at you know how many people share my posts and I always wonder if they're sharing because they like my outfit or if they're making fun of me and at the end of the day like because I'm learning to love myself, because I'm learning to make this story that I live into a love story and a love story with myself, you know, I'm every single day, I can confidently say that I'm, you know, caring less and less. And I'm realizing that, like I said earlier, you know, if you love yourself, which is so hard, okay, it is like a silent revolution the day that you love your, like you decide you love yourself. And I'm not sure when that day will be for me or if it will you know, be a black and white day or just over time, I'll realize. But, you know, when you love yourself, you know, you know, despite your everything, you know, their, their judgments and their words and their, you know, just all the things that they say about you and, you know, imagine about you and decide, you know, in their minds to be true about you will 
carry a lot less weight. It will literally flutter in the wind like a feather. It will not make an impact, you know, and it'll slide right off you like hot butter on a warm day because it is, that's all I can think about right now because it is so damn hot in this apartment (laughs) because I have to turn off my AC, guys. I literally, like I'm looking at my t-shirt. I have like sweat marks on my t-shirt just from sitting here and recording this episode. I love you guys so much. I turn off my AC for you. I don't turn off my AC for anyone. Okay. Like literally no one, but I turn it off for you guys because otherwise there would be like a little like brrr sound like in the background and I don't, I don't need that for the audio. So anyway, carrying on, um, despite my little tangent about my AC, (laughs) um, I have a couple of just little quotes that I wrote down that I wanted to just, you know, unpack and talk to you guys about. So Um, I have this Nietzsche quote that I wrote down, and I know Nietzsche is like a very, very, you know, political person to talk about. Um, I learned about him a lot in my psych class in college, um, and he's very problematic, but I just, you know, this is completely an out-of-context quote that I just thought was really beautiful, despite what it is actually meaning, Um, if you really do, you know, deep digging into him, but I just wanted to share it nonetheless. I I posted it on my story, and someone was like, how could you post this? But it's it really just like kind of put into words a lot of the things I was thinking, so I thought it'd be relevant to share. And I'm done apologizing for myself because I don't need to in this day and age. So the quote is, you are a terribly real thing in a terribly false world, and that, I believe, is why you're in so much pain. And I think that, you know, nowadays this holds a lot more truth than it used to because now that we have social media and just so many more just it honestly feels like realms like different realms of ways that we communicate with people and ways that we interact with people and ways that we express ourselves you know there's so many other just there's so many layers now and you know I feel like a lot of these layers a lot of the obvious personas that we put on a lot of the shows we put on for the benefit of others you know online just it makes this whole world feel very false sometimes and You know, I think, you know, when I was in the very beginning of this episode talking about how I feel like I think too much and feel too much and I just feel like I'm just a very, very thoughtful person to the point where it, like, drives me crazy sometimes. You know, I feel like that's how, not how everyone should be per se, but, like, I just feel like that makes me a very real person, you know? It makes me, in the sense of just the definition of me, you know, Katie Bilotti in the dictionary, you know, that is what makes me real. You know, yes, it can be sucky, but yes, it can be beautiful. You know, why else do you think I have the the creative capacity to make a podcast every week? Like I have so many things that happen in my head to the point where, you know, I, I have so much to share, which is beautiful, you know, and I always see it as a flaw, but it also, I mean, maybe it isn't even a flaw, you know, and I think that I'm in pain a lot because you know, the world seems so one-sided sometimes. Like, yes, there's so many different, like I said, a lot of layers, a lot of things, a lot of ways we express ourselves. But at the end of the day, sometimes it feels like everyone is the same or it's cool to be this one type of person on social media or this one type of person who does these extravagant, amazing, beautiful things. And we forget that we hold so much beauty inside ourselves. And so, you know, like Nietzsche said, like we are very very real things in a very false world and so that's why sometimes we feel like we're we're just in this like constant limbo of just hating ourselves you know and so that's the first quote I wanted to share that I thought was very thought-provoking I hope it lingers with you guys um also I wrote you could rattle the stars you could do anything if only you dared and deep down you know it too that's what scares you the most 
And that was a quote that I found on Tumblr, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and I really love this one. I think this is a good one to end with because, you know, I just love like the whole like the stars analogy because the stars are like they seem so out of reach, you know, so far off. And, you know, you have the power to reach up there and grab those stars. You can do anything that you set your mind to. OK, you really can. And I hope that you feel that that's possible for you. I know it's easy to think and tell other people that and just maybe imagine that but not quite put it into action and really, you know, embody and live that. And I think that like like the quote says like, you know, deep down you know it. Okay? Don't tell me that you don't know that you can reach up and grab those stars. Like, yes, there are so many things that are, you know, obstacles and things that are hard and things that, you know, you feel obligated to do, but you have the capacity, you have the power within you. You have the strength to reach the stars and grab them and do the things that scare you and I think for me the the one thing I'm trying to practice more lately is just being fully truthful you know with myself and with you guys I feel like there's a lot of pressure for me to you know act and be this really confident New York girl this Carrie Bradshaw character where you know everything's fine I'm fine everything's fine you know and it takes a lot of courage for me to just be honest you know like I posted today about my Lyme disease because I haven't really been open as open as I could be about it you know I just want to play it off like everything's okay but like I struggle sometimes I really do like I struggle with my health you know I feel exhausted or achy or just mood swings and you know all these things you know forgetfulness I forget things more it's just this really really debilitating disease that you know it, it looks different in everyone and it is different like some days I feel actually completely fine so like when I'm telling people I'm fine some days I actually am some days I'm not and, you know, my, my one little way that I'm rattling the stars right now is just being fully honest, you know, just to the point where it's, it's uncomfortable and it's embarrassing and I'm asking for help more than I ever have. And that's saying a lot for me because I'm really bad at asking for help. So that is the way, you know, it takes little small baby steps in order to, you know, make something big come to fruition. Or you could just jump off the edge and do something big. But for me, I'm easing into it. And that's the way that I have decided this week to be more, you know, star rattling. So, yeah, that's just my little parting um, word to the wise for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am profusely sweating, so I'm going to go. But... Yeah, it was great chatting with you guys, as always. Uh, Same time next week. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm actually going to put out another episode this week because I'm a little behind on my episodes. So um, I'm going to put out another one this week, and I I hope to uh, talk to you guys very, very soon. All right, ta-ta.